0: A few weeks back, I was invited by one of the Catholic um, schools to hear confessions um, of uh, some of the students. And as we are beginning this penitential service, the um, the lady who's um, the the campus minister. Um, was just kind of giving an introduction to the students, you know, these are high school students, uh, and just telling them, you know, what the sacrament of confession meant. And she was basically sharing with them a story uh, about her and her daughters. So she has two young daughters, and the youngest is probably four years old or around that age. And she was basically saying that, you know, every, every day in the kitchen, they gather together and they have like a party in the kitchen, you know, a dance party, right, the mom and daughters. And it so happened on this particular day the, the youngest daughter, by mistake, as she was dancing, she stepped on the foot of her mother. and the mother screamed and you know she was in pain. and, and that little child got scared. and, and she, she ran away. she um, hid herself, you know, I don't know I think this is, this is something that, that young girls do, I'm not sure, but she kind of rolled herself in a carpet, um, you know, to hide from her mom because she was so embarrassed. And then the mom said, hey, you know, um, no problem. I mean, nothing happened. I mean, I'm okay. And she kind of, you know, she rolled the carpet out. And then she comes out and she then hides in, I think they have a small little, I think a space house or something like that in the, you know, an area. And she went inside and she kind of locked herself in it. And finally took a lot of coaxing to finally to come out. So we may have... Some similar experiences we may have children you know who, you know maybe sons and daughters uh, maybe siblings that we've seen grow up and you know when they do something wrong when they mess up you know they feel like it's you know it's the worst thing that they have done right even though for us it does not seem that worse but for them it's the worst thing that they have done and so they tend to hide why because they're ashamed they don't want to be seen as we grow up We also encounter similar situations, but we as adults figure out other ways um, to respond uh, to, to this. We either lie, right, when we do something wrong, we either blame somebody else, or we justify, we find reasons to justify why I did something wrong. We don't like that feeling, right, that that we did something wrong you know we feel the shame we feel vulnerable uh, everybody is looking at me at times we try to numb uh, this feeling by hiding behind substance abuse bad behavior it takes our mind away for a little bit but it ends up bringing this feeling back maybe even worse So shame and guilt are emotions that we experience when we do something wrong. That feeling, that that thought that tells you, I'm a bad person, you know, I'm I'm not good, you know. Um, This week, in the gospel, we encounter the woman caught in adultery. She's ashamed. She is vulnerable. She feels guilty. Imagine a woman... You know, during Jesus' time, you know, being dragged, she's caught in the act of adultery, and she's being dragged and brought to Jesus. And imagine what she's thinking. You know, she knows the law, right? The Jewish um, law, where where if you're caught in adultery, you will be stoned to death. Imagine what she is feeling at this point in time. And how does Jesus respond? He responds with mercy, with compassion, with forgiveness. Looking beyond the sin of the woman, he stands in the middle with her. We know what Jesus does. He he goes on his knees and starts writing on the sand. If the people had started stoning um, this woman, Jesus would also you know, receive some blows. Maybe he would also end up dying in the process because he was so close to this woman in the middle. And we know how the story ends. Um, everybody leaves. It's finally, it's just the woman and Jesus, and Jesus um, forgives her. He does not. I mean, he holds her accountable. He says, yes, please don't do this again. Right? From now on, do not sin anymore. Yes, I'm not happy with this, but don't sin anymore. I'm not here to condemn you. So sometimes we can doubt, you know, we can have this question, we can doubt God. We can say, God, how can you be so merciful with us? It's difficult to believe that we can keep sinning on and on and on, and God keeps showing his mercy on and on and on. So undeserved we are when God God offers his mercy, his forgiveness again and again. Pope Francis famously said that we can tire, like we can get tired of asking for forgiveness uh, from God, but God does not tire in forgiving us. So the woman um, caught in adultery experiences God's merciful love But it's not only the woman caught in adultery who experiences it, but also the crowd. Um, And you may be wondering, why the crowd? I mean, how did the crowd experience God's mercy? Yes, because Jesus avoided the crowd from killing somebody else. Imagine in in this moment of self-righteousness, they found somebody, you know, who was maybe horrible than, than they were, and they would kill her. Maybe that guilt would catch them after... A few days and, and god in his mercy also saves that crowd we, we could be like the crowd many a times you know finding others uh, to blame find that other person who is more worse than i am to justify my own sins right Oh, i'm not as bad as this person and i could also be taking that stone just like that crowd aiming for that other person. Jesus reminds us that we are all sinners. God forgives us all, and so should we. God sees us as he made us, uh, as he has created us. As he wishes we were, that, you know, we speak about this, you know, he sees us as the best version of ourselves. That is his dream, the best um, person that we were created to be. You know, we are created to be in the image and likeness of God. That is how he sees us. He sees us beyond uh, sin, you know, as we truly are, as we truly call to be. So during this um, final few weeks of our Lenten journey, we have very few weeks remaining, You know, I highly encourage you, if you've not gone to confession, to go to confession. You know, it is the best experience that that, that you can have. You know, confession makes us free. It helps us to drop that stone that we have picked up uh, to aim at others. Um, Going forward, you know, with that message of sinning no more. Um, God wants to show us compassion, and in his compassion, he wants to free us. The world wants to condemn us, the world wants to chain us, but God wants to free us and through his compassion, through his forgiveness. So if you're wondering, hey, you know what I have done, you know, I've tried, I've tried to overcome my sin, you know, but I end up in that situation and again and again, well, it's a matter of time before you become what God sees you to be. You know, just imagine how God sees you. You know, be faithful to his vision of you. Be faithful to his forgiveness. Accept that, you know, we cannot be good um, the way I want to be. Maybe I cannot do the best that I want myself to be doing. But we need to accept this. It's only a matter of time. We're going to change. God is doing something new. Um, our, our first reading today you know, from the prophet Isaiah says, remember not the past events. God is doing something new and he's doing it. He's doing it in your heart. Just like when you're present here, you know, Christ is gonna be coming you know, in the Eucharist, as you receive the Eucharist, as you partake, he's doing something new. Maybe you cannot see it, but there is something happening in your heart. So how can I trust this? How can I accept this? By offering forgiveness to others. That is how we accept this truth, by forgiving others just like God forgives. Jesus did not come to condemn us. All that all Jesus says is, from now on, do not sin anymore.